Today is the 17th day of the month of Menachem Ox. And we are in the middle of the letter Vayaz David Shem. It's a very long letter. And to make a, 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 a synopsis, let's share the following. First of all, there is an ongoing debate between the Jewish people and God Almighty. And this finds expression in various hashkafas that we have in different Jewish groups. That the Jew should want to elevate himself and herself to get closer to Hashem. If we are not conscious of that feeling, our neshamas certainly are. We come from a very lofty place. Bechlal, coming into this world is a huge descent. And everyone naturally desires to go home. And going home for the Yid means to elevate oneself in a more spiritual setting. Hashem, when He created the world, has the opposite desire. Hashem's desire is for Him and godliness to be brought into the lowest, the lowest of the worlds. So God's desire is for Him to be brought down. Our desire better be to desire to go up. Which is why you find, let's use certain words, that amongst the Jewish people, you have, you know, the Yisachar Zavulin relationship. So there are certain people whose mission is to elevate themselves, which is done primarily by learning Torah, by living in a holy setting. And there is a need for us to have such Jews. Then you have other Yidin that they, let's say, represent the tribe of Zvulin. They happen to get the portion in Israel by the, by the, by the water. And commerce was done by transporting items from one place to the other. Zvulin is the Yid whose main mission is to bring godliness into the world. And for that, it's required for one to be involved in the world because you can only bring godliness into the place that you are in. Shining a light from above low doesn't work as much as you bringing a light from within. So who is going to effectively make the dira betachtoinim dafke the bal esek? Okay. Now, let's put that aside for a moment and let's go to the following. Chazal many times used this expression, aside of the fact that that the world is created with God's words, we find even in more details, we have the Chazal that say, that it says in the Pasuk, so they say that God actually created the worlds with the letters of either Yud or with He. And Olam Haba was created with the letter Yud. And Olam Haz is cre- created with the letter He. And the Altarebbe wants to explain what this means. And he says the following. And we're going to have two analogies. Analogy number one, which is Gavaldic, is that when you hear words or when you speak words, we have to always differentiate between the meaning that you are imbuing or investing in the word and the word itself. Lomashal. If you were to hear someone speaking in a different language that you do not understand, you are hearing the words, you're hearing the sounds, but they have no meaning to you because you don't know what they mean. So you have the, the words and the sounds, and then there is the meaning that the words and the sounds are holding. Obviously, which one is greater than the other? The words and the sounds are really meaningless. Their advantage is that they are somehow carriers to ideas and to feelings, which is a miracle. That something as lofty as an idea can be invested and packaged in words and transported from me to you and from you to me. So there's the meaning 
And then you have the words. The Alter Rebbe is saying that the reason why when a Yid looks, when a person looks at this world, you see an amazing world, but we have no idea as to what's the meaning of the world. We don't know. Because we are looking at God's words without understanding the language. We lost the language. We don't know the meaning. So what do we end up seeing? A lot of things. There's a lot of stuff in the world. But what was it made for? What, what is its purpose that is initially concealed from a human being? Now, even when you already ac accept the fact that it's shaykh to hear a language, to hear words, to see words, and have no understanding what they mean, in letters and words themselves, the Altareba divides letters into two categories. There are certain letters that at least have a distinct sound, which are really all of the letters aside of the letter hey. Hey is just, it's just a breath. It's just the amplifier. But if you don't have a sound, then there's nothing for you to amplify. So the Altareba says, imagine. Imagine you understand the language and someone is trying to share an idea. And it's going to take that person five minutes to explain an idea. Or today, a person, because of the, the, the limited uh, concentration, he'll figure out how to share that idea by speaking for one minute. But you have to hear the whole minute talk, never to get the meaning. If you were to understand the language, but instead of you hearing the minute talk, you take from the whole minute talk, you take out one word. How much of the meaning can you get in that word? Probably Gordonish. And, and then forget about it, where you take out one letter. So the Al-Tareb is saying, when Chazal are telling us that God created the world, Elam Hava with a Yud, and Elam Hava with a Hey, what they are trying to emphasize is this concept, is that there is a meaning in everything. But all we see in the whole Elam Hava is one letter. So even there, how much, how much meaning can you get from one letter? But at least there you get a letter. At least the letter has a sound. Oilam Hazah, not only do you have no meaning, it's not, it's not, there's, there's not even really a tzur of a letter. All you have is, a, is, is the amplifier, and therefore if you don't, on your own, figure out what the sound is, and figure out what the meaning is, then amplifying nothing, you come out with nothing. Now where do we find the meaning of the creation? We find that in Torah. The Torah tells us the purpose of creation. Oh. So coming back over here, so the Altareb is saying the reason why Yidin are so much yearning to go above is because it's just natural for people to try to figure out what's the meaning, what's the purpose. And the only way we figure out the meaning and the purpose is by investing ourselves in Torah. There we get the meaning of everything. Now, God wants for His meaning and purpose to be brought down in a world that the way it is, in its periphery, the Chetzonius has no meaning and purpose at all. So for that, you have to practice the Torah in this world. Which is done when we observe the mitzvahs and the, gener the generic mitzvahs, the mitzvah of tzedakah. So the Altareb is speaking about that Dover HaMelech, who is the one who makes Vayas David Shem, making God's name, is actually when we have both of these mov movements. That on one hand, you appreciate a word and a name when you, when you understand what it means. So there has to be a Yid that's sitting and learning Torah to get the meaning behind everything. But that Yid will never bring God's meaning and purpose into the, into the lowest of the haze because he doesn't live there. Which is why you have to have another Yid that's going to occupy himself in commerce and in business and be out there in the world. And as the Yid is out there in the world, he's learning Torah, much less. 
but he's most importantly he's practicing the mitzvahs. And then finally, a person mamish gives his blood to earn a dollar. And you take that blood that you gave, you invested your all, and then you give it to tzedakah. So this is the way we bring the meaning and the purpose into a letter and even into the letter hey. And that's the meaning of Davar HaMelech, who is the one that makes God's name. That's the Nakoda of this letter.